love you. Hey, all you people. Thank you so much for coming back here. I'm, I, I'm so happy to see you all come through that front door every single, every single Monday and Thursday. Yeah. This is a, this is going to be a low energy, high octane <laughs> excitement podcast it's today. So I just good. got off work. Yeah. I got off work. My dog's having body issues and just irritate me like she always does. And, <laughs> uh, but no, I am the green traveler from Gorsh. And I am the faceless Leon. I'll I'll try to keep the energy up there. I'll be the I will be there you the, go. the pistons firing for your <laughs> your octane fuel. So speaking of uh going fast, which isn't in this title, it's Furious Seven. That's what we're talking no, about. No, yeah, this one this one is all about being furious. And, there and is no speed needed. I don't think I said that uh this is Green Faces on the Couch, and it's a podcast. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. Did no, I, I kind of just thought we were just talking. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot well, this meant I've been something to people. us and uh, sharing it with the internet, and we talk about movies and TV. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's why I'm getting all the damn spam calls now. Oh, uh, yep. Government trying to locate me again. <laughs> Those fucking bastards. I mean, Area 51 was great and all. I mean, they have some of the best internet speeds that you'll ever see, which is pretty amazing right, it's pretty for, good shit. for the desert. But, yeah. God, I just don't understand. Like, you feel like you go around where there's more people, and yet right? still, those internet companies, who I've decided not to name so we don't get sued, they, what the hell, man? They are just the worst. They I, really are, man. I, like you pay so much money for such and such speed, and you hardly ever get that much. It never really. Right. No, yeah, I don't think I ever have. Yeah, the the, uh, the version I have, uh, I won't say their name either because mm-hmm. again, we don't want to be sued. <laughs> but they they promise a certain speed, especially for gaming, and I get that speed maybe once half a year yeah most of the time i'm well below and it's like very laggy and i'm sitting there like apologizing to everybody because i'm trying to play rocket league and (laughs) the ball was the the ball was three feet away from where i thought it was because of how i'm viewing it with the laggy internet connection it's beautiful it's good shit Uh uh-huh it's good shit but you know what is good shit furious seven how about that for a segue it really is that's not a bad segue but i'm gonna take it away in a different direction because i want to talk about my car i bought a car i bought a room car everybody (laughs) you bought a room room i brought a room room so uh my buick broke down so i bought a 2009 volkswagen gti uh mach 5 and uh i when i was buying it I didn't actually realize the guy was selling it for really cheap and it was a pretty good car. There's really not that much wrong with it. He just needed to be out yeah. of the car for some legal reasons. But anyhow, I didn't know it was such a well loved car until after I oh, bought really? it. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun to drive. <laughs> You're part of a community now. I'm part of a community now that I will never communicate with. But <laughs> if they hear this, I do enjoy the car. It's a lot it is very fun to drive. Uh, it is my first manual transmission vehicle. I kind of taught myself how to drive stick, but 
I know how the theory worked from driving the ATVs and stuff, you know, back in the desert at Area 51. And yeah, so yeah. Yeah. It, we're qualified to drive most government issued military that's vehicles. That's right. Yes. Helicopters, man, they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it came from our people. They stole a lot of ideas from the Gorshans, the fuckers. Those fuckers, I know. I Those mean, fuckers. And then they planted data, like fake data, and it's just like, no, we didn't steal anything. No, like, Leonardo da Vinci was thinking about this all the time, like, long time ago. It's like, <laughs> bullshit. Bullshit. That's fake. Yeah. Somebody... Fucking governments. Some... I, I mean, I have a hard time pronouncing Gorshian names, but it was... It was yeah. it was during the Gorshian Renaissance that you guys came up with helicopters. Yeah, yeah. it's a pretty fun time. Yeah. I miss those days. So, but we are talking. Yeah, I mean, actually, no, no, actually, before that, my car's having issues. Let's talk about my yeah. car a little bit. You talked about yours. I'm pissed off with my car because it's decided it's going to act up too. My dog's acting up with her body. My car's acting up with its body. Like my body's always acting up. Like it's it's just fuck this man like it makes me so mad that i'm feeling this like grouchy when we're talking this film <laughs> yeah because this film this is the epitome of the franchise like oh don't tell me that <laughs> i haven't seen other two <laughs> i'm just saying i mean as much as i mean you might like them much more i don't know this one was good yeah for me it's gonna be really hard to top this film this film is just so much fucking fun all tossed together into like the most fun basket ever i know man. it's exciting it is ridiculous but it is just the right kind of ridiculous the whole time it, yeah i absolutely enjoyed the ride from start to finish i don't know if knowing about paul walker beforehand made my eyes look at it a little bit differently but i right. did really enjoy this movie yeah this has this movie has like that morbid the same morbid effect that the less jedi had where you know during the making of the film carrie fisher passed away and so when you when you watch uh the last jedi you're kind of in the back of your mind you have that dark thought it's like how are they gonna do her like how are they gonna handle this how are they gonna kill her character off or get rid of her what are they gonna do what's the plan yeah and so you watch this entire thing and like you know when she gets sucked out of that air vent it's like oh fuck that doesn't seem respectful yeah. at all and it's just like it, it's just a jarring moment and it's the same way with uh with furious seven you kind of because he died was it during the making of furious seven or was during it the making of this movie yeah. okay yeah and and you kind of watch the whole thing just like Whenever there's like a car accident or he's about to do a dangerous stunt or something, you're just like, oh no, is this it? Is this how they're gonna handle right. it? And and I will say up front, uh, I won't spoil how they handle it, uh, but I will say that it is the most respectful and well handled uh, character departure. Yeah, of of any franchise I've seen. Yeah, it's really well done. And um, from my knowledge, how they handle it going forward, too, is still respectful. I don't remember feeling upset in later films, but we'll... We'll see. We'll see what happens in FX. Yeah, I've only seen... <laughs> I've only seen uh, Fate of the Furious and Hobbs and Shaw once, so I don't really know. And I still haven't seen F9, so who fucking knows? But, like, yeah, I, I don't remember my overall thoughts on those films. I don't. I remember they didn't really wow me. But they were also the first ones I saw in the theater. Sure. So I feel like if I watch them on the smaller screen, I might have a lot more fun. 
Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to have anywhere near as much fun as I had with Furious 7, man. Because, okay, so here's the thing with Furious 7. Let's let's yeah. actually get into yeah. this. It's it's new director. We got a new director. Oh. Justin Lin stepped out for a little bit. We got James fucking Wan came in. The Conjuring, oh, yeah, yeah. Insidious, Saw, Horror what Master a, James Wan comes in to do Furious <laughs> 7. This action drama comedy, like, just, it, it's it's a... It is like a pile of garbage that is polished into a giant gold nugget. Yeah. Like it's amazing. I really I enjoyed almost every even the things that I was like what the fuck I love. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of what the fuck moments in this movie. And like the his directing of it all is so well done. Like the whole story we still got Chris Morgan back who wrote it. You know, he's he's still on board from like movie number 2 or whatever. And it's it's just amazing that, you know, this this script is kind of jumbled. There's a lot going on in it. Right. You know, it is it is nonstop something new is happening. Yes. And, you know, the the gang ah, oh, I hate I keep saying that. The family <laughs> the family is they're being targeted right. by our new villain, Deckard Shaw. Who is also one of the greatest villains ever. Like, yeah. I'm just saying that. Uh, Deckard Shaw is... I fucking love Jason. I don't like actually love Jason Statham. There's a lot of movies of his that I'm like, yeah, that was good. Yeah. He did yeah. a good job. He was fun. Uh, but most of the time, I don't, I'm don't. i never wowed by his performance. I'm wowed by his performance here. There's this movie from his youth. He, I mean... Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yes. I just watched that for the first time... I don't know, a few months ago. And I got to say, I, I was not expecting anything of that movie to be anything that it was. We should talk about right. it sometime because it's, it's an interesting flick. Yeah, we could always do a Guy Ritchie threesome too. Because like, yeah. that's Guy Ritchie, I believe. I think that's the thing with Jason Statham. If he has a great director, he is amazing. Yeah. If he has a decent director, he is still great. But he is not as great as he's he could. He's just Jason Statham in those movies. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And here, he's Deckard Shaw. He is fucking phenomenal. He is a threat. You know, he had a... What was his name in the last one? Uh, it was Shaw also, but who was the oh. Luke Evans. That was the actor. Okay. Luke Evans. I thought you were looking for his the character's first name. I'm like, I'm, I don't fucking nah, know. No, no. <laughs> he was just Shaw. He was just Shaw. I don't remember who what his first Hubert. name was. Deckard Shaw is more of <laughs> Hubert Shaw. <laughs> William Howard Shaw. And it's, <laughs> he's, but he was like cold and intimidating and really, you know, and, yeah, you know, he, did a he was, job. he was a threat. Yeah. He was something to be, to be contended. And then Deckard Shaw comes in. And like the first time you see him, he is in a like a hospital mm -hmm. area, and he's talking on the phone to somebody. And as uh, once he hangs up, he walks through the hospital, and you see the the, the, the utter destruction around him. Right. It's just like people are lying on the ground. Some of them are dead. Some of them are like broken and groaning. Right. Shit's falling down from the ceiling. Like light fixtures and everything are coming down. And then like something blows up in the background, and then he blows everything up. And it's just like. Yeah, you get the you get the impression this is not a fucker you mess with. Yeah. He is even more dangerous than his brother. He is even more behind the scenes than his brother, which seems impossible right. from yeah. what they set up. Well, so it seems like – I don't know how much of a spoiler. It's talked about pretty early on. But his brother, he was definitely super secret into the criminal world while Deckard is a legitimate government assassin – but gone yeah. wrong. Like, he's been rogue for a while. 
But that was the government's yeah. choice. Like they decided he was too dangerous. Exactly. He had to be. He had to be banned. Yeah. Or uh, no, what's it called burned. He had to yes, be burned. burned. Yeah, that's it. I had to get my spying. They go say right. that they, they say in the movie <laughs> that they sent their six best. And they never returned. <laughs> so one of the fun things about Jason Statham, and I can't remember if he was the actor who asked this, but like, there, there's an actor in the Fast and Furious franchise who like said, my character, I, I want my character to never lose a fight. And Jason Statham, technically, I don't think he actually loses a single fight in this movie. Maybe at the end there might be, uh, but like, but like when he, he goes up against, the first person he goes up against after that opening intro, of course. Is Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Yeah, that scene was pretty good. Yeah, you you see it and you're just like, okay, we can clearly see who's going to win this. And then Deckard starts fighting, and you're just like, oh, this is more even than I expect. You know, yeah. it's like nothing against Dwayne Johnson. Like I'm sure in real but life, but his characters, Hobbs is supposed to be like a super badass. Exactly. Yeah. And and seeing and seeing Deckard Shaw take Hobbs on, you're just kind of like. Oh fuck! This guy is more crazy than I thought he was. Yeah. Like, he, there's a lot more to this than it, he, he does some some questionable decisions mid combat that put his own health at risk. And yeah. you're just like, holy fuck! This guy doesn't. He just wants to win this yeah, fight. Like, he's, yeah, he's kind of crazy. I mean, like we thought that you know the other shot was intense, but Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Deckard, Deckard's real intense, and he also has he also has a really good sense of humor. He can he can throw in some good one liners like yeah. nobody else. Oh yeah, I remember I texted you texted you while I was watching it. I said we should make a movie called One Liners where it's all one liners. <laughs> that is this whole movie. Vin Diesel's dropping the one liners. I, I don't remember if Paul Walker. Paul Walker might have dropped a few one liners, sure but like. Did. He misses the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tyrese Gibson is still the exact same, like, exposition dump, like, I'm going to find a way to summarize everything that's going on in a very nerdy one-liner yeah. that's going to please everybody, and he does so, and it's it's phenomenal. Like I do. I've, 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 in these last three movies, have just grown to love him so much more <laughs> each step of the way. And I really, I honestly enjoy the second movie more, I think, than the first movie. So I'm glad that they brought him back. Now that you know more more of Roman's character, right. yeah, it, it makes yeah. that one much more enjoyable, I think. There's also, uh, I, I've been almost forgetting about it, there's also Kurt Russell. He, yeah. he comes into the franchise. Yeah. And it's very exciting. He plays uh, Nobody, Mr. Nobody, Mr. I believe Nobody. is his yeah. name. Not the Jared Leto flick. No, not that. Not the Jared Leto flick. And I mean, again, I haven't. I haven't actually seen the Jared Leto flick. But given my personal feelings on Jared Leto, I think I might like Kurt Russell's Mister Nobody a lot more. <laughs> Maybe it is a pretentious <laughs> film. I'll say that. But I thought it was very interesting. Well, I'm definitely interested in watching it sometime. But the Mister Nobody here, uh, he is the. I guess like he, he's kind of the reason for the meat and potatoes of this movie. Like yeah. he comes in and yeah, he comes in and hires Vin Diesel and the family. Well, I don't know if "hire" is the right term. He no, not really. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah. I don't. They, he's giving them whatever they need to do it. Though I do remember yeah. one time at one point, Roman is like, "Are we getting paid?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's that's where this movie like takes a whole another like well left turn for me. Is is uh. Is when Kurt Russell comes in because up until then it's kind of just Vin Diesel versus Jason Statham. You know, Jason uh, Deckard Shaw is killing the family or attacking the family, right. 
And and Vin Diesel's like, oh, I'm putting an end to this right now. Right. And then Kurt Russell comes in and is like, you know what? You're having a lot of problem problem handling Deckard Shaw. Right. The man is impossible to find. But there is this beautiful little MacGuffin that we're looking for called God's Eye that will help you find anybody almost instantaneously on the on the planet. Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, uh, what's that organization within the government that got shut down because of the Snowden thing? What was his organization? NSA? NSA, yeah. I always want to say NCIS, and I know that's the... Yeah, I don't remember if it got shut down or not, but it might have been shut down. I thought it got shut down. It it might have been like shut, shut down, down. I say with air quotes. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna. I was kind of no wondering here. how those those air quotes would come out. <laughs> yeah, we're no longer spying on you. I promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> oh, I it's, promise. Now it's just Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's he's he's part of some weird government agent that might be the NSA, honestly, right. but that's. They're hunting this god's eye. He said that there's been a war going on. There's been a war going on between shadows and ghosts like me. That was my (laughs) Kurt Russell impersonation. I don't know if it was any good. It was all right. It was all right. (laughs) I'll give it to you. (laughs) I love Kurt Russell. He's like one of the best actors ever. I was super surprised, like you said. It was was like out of nowhere. So that's the thing. He's one of those actors that like I've seen these movies – but I still forget he's part of the franchise. Like Gal Gadot, I forget she was part of the right. franchise. I forget Kurt Russell was part of the franchise. And it's just I, – I know there's another one I'm thinking of that I can't come up with right now. But th- there's just so many little actors in this that's just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're in this. I'm so much more excited again. And I didn't think that was possible because I was already pissing my pants with excitement. <laughs> but it's – he he comes in. He doesn't technically hire the family. But he, he coerces the family to help the government get – God's Eye from the other villain of this movie, uh, played by, and I'm probably going to pronounce the name wrong, so I apologize up front, Jaman Hansu. Uh, I love that actor. He is just a fabulous actor. I don't remember the villain's name, but he is the current owner of God's Eye. He has it, something like that. He's oh, transporting he, it. Oh, I can't okay. remember. So, yeah, he, um, should we, should we mention Ramsey? We'll just, we'll just call them Ramsey. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's played by uh, who? Who is who is she again? Natalie Emmanuel. Natalie Emmanuel. She's a lot of fun too. Yeah, she's she's is fun. Um, <laughs> they definitely have some moments where they you know they're being the Fast and Furious saga. Yeah, or they're ex- or they're exploiting her body. one hundred percent for sure. But those moments those moments were made hilarious though by uh, Chris Ludacris Bridges yeah. and Tyrese Gibson's arguing back and forth. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Tej. Tej, yeah, Tej is ludicrous. It's, yeah. Tej and Roman just arguing constantly. It's so fucking funny. And then they do build up a nice little romantic angle between uh, Tej and Yeah, because Natalie. They're, they're both tech tech whizzes. It's not Natalie. What's her character name? And her character name is Ramsey. But I, I don't know if <laughs> Ramsey, they have right. like a, a second name or, or not. You just, you had said it and I was like, damn it, what was the name? I couldn't remember. I'd, I'd said it myself. Like, <laughs> fuck. This is how tired I am, people. Like, everything's just... <laughs> Hey man, that's how I was when we did that that Jungle Cruise episode. <laughs> I, I, I really was out of it. Well, oh, thank you, right. Couch I think Potatoes. It was still good. I, I think it did end up being a good episode. I hope you agree. And if uh, if you do agree, we might as well say right yeah. now 
that if if you agree so much that you find yourself with a little bit of uh, extra cash you're not going to do anything with, and, and you like the show so much that you want to help uh, help us out, support us, uh, help us get new equipment, better audio coming towards you, all that kind of fun stuff, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash green and faceless. That is correct. Yes. Patreon.com slash green and faceless. A and D, just uh, just uh, not an ampersand. A and D, not a fucking ampersand. Yeah, when you search, we don't do when you search for our show, it's a little it's a little screwy. When you search for our show on like Spotify or whatever you listen on, it is an ampersand. But, oh, but we do do ampersands. But in but they wouldn't let me. I, if I recall, they wouldn't let me do it for the Patreon. So oh, those bastards. <laughs> Sorry, Patreon. You're not bad. Sorry. I take it all back. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You bastards. No, but but seriously, we do really appreciate the support. And uh, if if you don't want to, if if you're not able to, or if you don't want to pitch in, you can always go and uh, leave us some ratings, some comments. Uh, Where can they do that at? You can go to Apple Podcasts and give us a, a, you know, five star, four star, I guess, if you don't, if you only kind of like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Greeny grades on a four star star scale, so you know that's a perfect. That's true, score but you don't us. have to. You can go to five stars. You, you can go above me, above and beyond. Yeah, Gorsh is weird though. We just have a a, a four system. You know, everything's done in fours. Yeah, well, that's because the atmosphere is so thick that you can yeah. only see four stars in in the night sky. Yeah, plus we got those four moons, yeah. and yeah, it just it's just blends fours. off from there. Fours are they work. In fact, we love it so much. In fact, the whole planet is a flat square. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that was a well kept secret for a long time. But oh, that's all right. Oh, you can go I'm ahead. So you can go sorry. ahead and spread Jeez, I'm sorry. Nah, Their world is flat. But but the earth is a globe. The earth is totally a globe, yeah. Don't yeah. <laughs> Believe the lie. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, well, so <laughs> Fury Seven, I I do want to talk about we, I want to talk about the stunts and the first yeah. the first one here the first really crazy scene it might be the craziest scene they've done so far but they top it in the same movie <laughs> <laughs> they top it they top it like three times in the same movie yeah. well maybe just twice they top it like twice yeah but yeah the the first one is as we said jamon hansu he's got the god's eye the family's going to get it and they decide because i guess they're transporting it across a mountain or something i don't remember what's going on uh, i think they're they're base on a mountain and they maybe yeah i don't know or maybe they know that they just grabbed ramsey and i i i didn't quite catch that part either but i know that there's yeah. a complex on top of the mountain i don't think we ever get to the top of the mountain <laughs> i don't think so either i think it starts in the middle and goes down yeah, <laughs> yeah it does but it's just like they they have this they have this hilarious scene where the family's trying to figure out how to how to get at this complex how to get at the god's eye and eventually it, it, it boils down to roman making a really hilarious and stupid suggestion and then the family goes through with it they're yeah. like yeah we can work. do that <laughs> we're the family we're the family man like of course we can do this so do we tell them what they did <laughs> we haven't yet what they do 
is parachuting cars. They drop all of these cars out of airplanes so that they can bypass all of the security on this mountain and land perfectly in a in a well secure spot, I guess. <laughs> to and, and get at the fucking god's eye. Due to complications, I'll say, Roman Pierce he parachutes into some trees. And so is not a part of the scene for a good majority of it, but then pops back in later. It's pretty. And when he pops back in, it's a great moment. You're just like, fuck yeah, Roman. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you followed through, man. Uh, It's, it's glorious. And it's just the first action scene that, or the first ridiculous scene though, that you're, you're just sitting there laughing at it. And you're just like, this is so stupid. I fucking love this. Like, oh my God, this is, you're like, this is what this movie will be known for. This is it. Well, then we go to, where do they go to? Uh, Uh, where are those towers at? Oh, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. They go to Abu Dhabi. Yes. And they're, they're, they're trying to collect some kind of computer thing out of a car. I can't remember the reasoning for it. Again, that's the thing about this movie. The little plot beats, like what's important, what's going on. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> You're there for the action. Yeah. And this movie nails that so well because it's like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm enjoying the fuck out of hey, it. Hey, we got they're to see to- everybody, the family, in some really nice attire. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> they, they all look spiffy as yeah, fuck. Yeah, Dom's in a tux, but refuses to put the top button and put on a tie. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Letty, right. Michelle Rodriguez, she the dress they they chose for her was awesome. That that was yeah. beautiful. And then she gets the she gets the fight. Uh, is it Ronda Rousey? Who is she fighting? Who's the oh, the crazy awesome bodyguard? I might be wrong. I just honestly I don't, don't know if but, they ever gave this character a name yeah she might just be listed as bodyguard or something (laughs) abu dabe guard whoever she is if you can't find her it's fine but like whoever she is she is badass and it's a lot of fun to watch michelle rodriguez fight her because michelle rodriguez uh uh, letty super outclassed so she has to use her brain like super hardcore to over overcome this obstacle and it's you know you get to see her do a lot of fun shit that we haven't gotten to see her character do you know it's like true i mean like in those in the first movie she's she's really just dom's arm candy yeah that goes and does these heists with him but yeah it's just more and more they're doing really well with making their female characters actual characters Uh, yeah and they they do a great job with letty here because not wanting to spoil too much, but like she is struggling with memory loss right. in this film, and it, it's very cliche how they handle it, and it's kind of silly, and but it's it's still emotionally impactful. Like it, it delivers the 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 sensations you want went from this kind of a storyline in a in an action film, especially, and so it's it's just kind of like a, a very long dragged out subplot, but it gives a lot to her character, and it I really appreciate really it does. for that. Be- I, yeah, because she gets to shine a lot in this movie. Yeah, and you know, like you said, it might be silly at the end, but it's sweet. And the the ending yeah. of this movie is really sweet and, and heartfelt. I really appreciate yeah. the end of this movie. Like, if this was a standalone movie, this honestly might work as a standalone movie. Well, you it, need the you setup need, of the sixth Yeah, you form. need to set up all the characters, of course. But if you set it up, if you did it like a heist movie and... And like they were on a that you do like a add like twenty minutes where they're doing a mission together 
And then all of a sudden, Shaw's mad at them and wants revenge. And <laughs> I, th- I yeah. think that uh, d- just the plot itself. points and the way that it was handled, this movie could potentially work by itself. Yeah. But it obviously is tied in with these other movies. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my problem is like, I feel like this movie actually needs those first six. Right. Because as ridiculous and silly as a lot of it, this is, I think it needs those first like lesser silly movies to set it up. Because if you came to the number seven by itself, you're going to watch this and be like, I don't know why people like this. This yeah, is maybe. It's ridiculous and silly and I enjoy it, but like this is so over the top. Yeah. But then you see all the setup of it and you're just like, oh, we jumped the shark a long time ago. <laughs> They're still <laughs> impressing us. Yes. Yeah, but, but like I mean, it does work as by itself. But I, I personally feel like if if you know if I'm going to watch number seven, I at least want to watch, let's say, one, two, five, six. You know, I want to at least watch those ones. I don't hate number four, but it's just it's very derivative of the the others. Sure, it's it is, but it is a good jumping off point if you're not going to watch the first three. Because yeah, exactly. It, yeah, it sets up the whole new relationship between Dom and Brian. Right. And then just to get back to, to where we were with, with Letty and the guard, though, they, they have a lot of fun in, in Abu Dhabi. But the, the real fun is in Brian and Dom <laughs> trying to steal this like computer chip from a car. And eventually they run out of time. There's this huge party going on. You know, right. this rich guy, this rich, huge oil salesman or whatever. Up. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's having this huge party, and he has one of only seven types of this one car in the world. And you know, it it just wows the fuck out of Paul Walker. But he's just like, "Oh God, we have to do this. <laughs> we have to steal. We have to steal a piece out of this car." But he's like, it, "You know, he still admires it. He he's in love." Right. Dom's like, "It's a job. It's I don't fucking care about fun. this car." That's what yeah. uh, his like assistant or something calls it. Yeah. And, like, I'm totally going to spoil this action scene because this is what the movie is known for. If anybody talks about this movie, one of the first things they do is talk about this scene. And when they run out of time, when they have to, you know, they've run out of time, they're not going to be able to steal the chip out. Dom's like, fuck it, we're stealing the car. (laughs) So they get in the car and they're driving. And again, they're in those really fucking tall towers in Abu Dhabi. I don't know the names of the towers, but, but you know, they're they're really high up. And like, you know, it's iconic image. Like if you, you've definitely seen it before, if you've looked at anything like the most beautiful things in the world, right. like that's on a lot of those lists and they're really high up. They're at a penthouse suite, like mm-hmm. near the top. And they're, they're driving this car around this party, a very, you know, it's a big room for a party, but for a car, it's not that fucking big. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then guess who shows up? Who's always been showing yeah. up. Yeah, he shows up wherever Deckard they Shaw. go. Wherever they go. Everywhere they go. He is always on the family's ass. So why ass. do they need the God's Eye? No, they really don't. Yeah, yeah it's kind of bullshit. <laughs> but, you know, if, if they can get the... I think what Dom was thinking is if I can get the backing of the government, like if I can get an army behind me, then, right. you know, fuck yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, he's not going to get a whole army, obviously, but like 10 guys with guns, that's fine. I mean, Deckard could easily take them all, Good but point. still. <laughs> yeah, he's some kind of inhuman creature. Right. And he, but he shows up. He's at the top of of the tower, and he's he bursts into the into the party. He he you know he he crashes the party, if you will. And Dom's bright idea is, I'm gonna fucking drive this car into the next <laughs> building. 
Oh man, I fucking love it because you get Paul Walker's reaction. He's just like, Dom, Dom no, no, Dom, ca- no, cars don't fly, Dom, cars don't fly. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. And they just burst out the fucking window and fly into the next building. And they don't stop there. <sighs> no, they don't stop yeah. there. And I, I, it's like, so good. I think also Dom gives the line, there's no brakes. Yeah, yeah, the brakes <laughs> are gone. No They're brakes. shot. <laughs> like, well, so Dude. the car is in the building and they think that's a shame to start with because like you know it's a fast car it should be raced and it's a fast car and it's one of only seven of its kind in the world right it's like keeping an animal on the cage is i think one of them elates it to that but (laughs) and then and then later vin diesel says it's time to free the beast (laughs) (laughs) when they steal the car (laughs) great lines okay i want to okay i want to jump into uh one thing i wanted to talk about so I feel like Vin really thought he was trying real hard. So I, I apologize if that's the case. But there's some faces he makes <laughs> that just cracked me up so much. Like he's oh, man, like looking good. at the camera. He's looking at the ground and his eyes come <laughs> up to the camera. And he's got like this really pouty face on. And I don't <laughs> even remember what he what it was for. Uh, it just, it's probably like he just heard like Han had died or something. Maybe. He was just like, no. <laughs> it's like sad, angry is what he was going for. <laughs> uh, it was great. Yeah, he's he's not the greatest of facial actors. If it's uh, if it's anything but anger, yeah. he is fabulous at fero- ferocity. Yes, but yes, and he gets to be ferocious in this. Oh. The ferocious is seven. Oh, so much furiosity. <laughs> You know, I don't know if I want to spoil anything else because the 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 action, the setup, everything is so much fun. It is. You know, all, everything with the government's a lot of fun. There is one last scene I want to talk about, though. Uh, personally, there might be more that you want to talk about, of course. But the one last scene I want to talk about is the finale fight. You know, I'm not going to say everything that's going on because there's you know, the, one the fam- particular part about that for sure. Okay. And the part I want to talk about specifically is just the final fight fist to fist between Vin Diesel and Deckard uh, and uh, uh, yeah. uh, I, I was going to say Deckard Shaw. But if I'm going to say Vin Diesel, it's Jason Statham. There, there, like yeah. <laughs> I have my whole brain just shut down trying to find Jason Statham's <laughs> uh, uh, name. <laughs> Anyways, punch, punch. he's the punch, 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 punch. So earlier in the movie, there is a game of chicken between oh, Deckard yeah. Shaw and Dom Toretto. And it is a hilarious moment because you're like, are they really doing this? This is kind of childish. And it's just like they just they they go fucking nose to nose with their cars. And you find out that Eckerd Shaw has reinforced his car yeah. with like steel. It's like it's yeah. super powered. You know, it's it's a tank. And so, you know, it hurt Dom. Dom's like, fuck. Well, we're going to call back to that because if anything, the Fast and Furious franchise is a Dickensian story. Yes. So we're going to call back. <laughs> we're going to call back to that and they're going to have a second game of chicken. But guess what? Dom's learned his fucking lesson now. So they hit each other. They get out of their cars. They're like, oh, we both reinforced our chassis, huh? And it's just like, all right, well, now it's a street fight. And so Jason Statham pulls like they're not rebar, but he pulls like these two metal like yeah, jagged pieces like off of his fucking, car. Yeah, they're just like strips of aluminum <laughs> or something. <laughs> he just peeled it off the car. It's yeah, like okay, like, cool. That's badass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just so funny. 
and then Dom Dom reaches into his back seat where he's got two gigantic fucking wrenches. Yeah, really? they're I think wrenches. It was wrenches. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah, and it's just like, why were you carrying those? Like, what was your? <laughs> did you expect this exact moment to happen? Well, I Apparently mean, okay, did. so you know, he did in the first movie. In the first right. movie, he had just gotten back from prison from being a guy nearly to death with a wrench. Oh, that's right. So <laughs> those it, are his weapons. Those are his weapons of choice. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's the fight? What's the you, you had a name for it? I couldn't remember what it, uh, oh, I, I, it was. I Filipino? Yeah, it's a Filipino. Uh, like I can't remember. It, it, it's machete fighting is what it is. Mm. But uh, they teach it in a lot of acting courses because it's really useful in for stage combat. Because yeah. you could pretty much use the method for any weapon. Uh, yeah, because it's just like dual wielding swords and just attacking each other, right. and it's right. But here we have we have metal bars of some sort and wrenches, and it's <laughs> fucking anime as fuck, and I love <laughs> yeah. it. Like it's so great, <laughs> dude. It's that that whole fight you feel everything that happens because it's so ludicrous you know if somebody gets hit by a wrench that big Tej isn't in this scene no i didn't i never <laughs> said Tej. <laughs> he's a ludicrous i'm sorry oh it's so it's ludicrous. gotcha yeah you threw me all off my brain doesn't work that well but no he, he oh man, i, I fucked say? you up okay it's very oh no somebody somebody gets hit somebody gets hit by a wrench like that right they're not getting no. back up to fight again <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no especially vin diesel's the one wielding the wrench like it's just so funny but it's like they you you feel all the hits all the slaps everything that's going on like other shit outside obstacles like come into play and it it is just over the top great it's fantastic fucking love that and include all of the stuff going around it, that climactic fight scene between right. them. You know, the family's off doing their own shit. Right. And it's just every that, – that whole finale just carries me through this movie. Yeah. It's It's like two and a half hours or something like that. So – But it never feels it. The part I want to talk about is this, the Ramsey switch. Yeah. Okay. So this is another <laughs> stunt that they do. <laughs> that, oh, that, that is true. But the, the first one, when, when they – where they – Ride the cars so close to each other and then hit the e brake so that they perfectly do a reverse one eighty. I, I guess they're not doing they are, a reverse. They are They do a one eighty anyways. They're physics magicians. We all know, right? While their their car doors for that split second are perfectly aligned, they throw this woman <laughs> into <laughs> the other vehicle, and I just the first thought through my head is, why would you even? plan that if any mistake she's cut in half if, if she's not cut yeah. in half she doesn't even make it out the door like yeah what the fuck why and she didn't know it was gonna happen they just did it no yeah it was that's the thing it wasn't even planned it was just like a a, a gut instinct like we can do this let's do this and it, oh my god it's fucking crazy and again, as as I as I alluded to, it's not the only Ramsey <laughs> switch. They do more things. The other ones aren't as crazy as that one. I right. I wouldn't say. I don't. Think so. But like, yeah, that first one is just bonkers. Like, there's what? there's so many things they make her do that I'm like, oh man, if I was in her shoes, I would not no. be able to do that. And she even says there's, that she trusts them at some point. <laughs> yeah. But like when they when they People first get her, 
Yeah, when they first free her from from her captivity from yeah. like the the people who had kidnapped her, they toss her onto the fucking hood of a car yeah. going like seventy. Jesus. Yeah, I forgot about that. And then she's just stuck on that hood for like a whole fucking ten miles. Like she's just swinging back and forth while uh, Vin Diesel's trying to pull her in, but has other issues going on. <laughs> it's just. Oh, there's so many things that that poor woman has to do that yeah. it's like, damn, girl, you are brave as fuck. That remind me two like, things of that scene that I kind of wanted to just mention real quick. So, Paul Walker, I believe what he brings to the family is that he's the stuntiest. That's yeah. what, and it's not just his, like, cop training. He's... He's willing to do the stupidest shit. <laughs> well, well, also, also too, it's like yeah, I mean, he is also willing to do the dumbest shit. But his just uh, Paul Walker's ability to do a fight scene, yeah, is really well. Is like it's really good. Fighter, like yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people don't give him credit for that because like he goes up against a lot of people in this film that you would not think he has a chance against right including and, um uh his name is tony ja i believe is his yes. name but oh he's my a god really dude i love martial artist uh, for this film anyways uh, i haven't seen yeah. anything else but it was really cool fighting I, sequence there is there is uh from his native country there is, i can't remember what, where he's from sadly but there is a fighting uh fighter movie that i might just add in in a blurb after i say this okay. Uh, to give to give it the credit because it's phenomenal. Tony oh, Shaw is he is an awesome uh, fighter actor. Like he's really cocky, like Bruce Lee. Uh, at least this particular character was, and like he he kind of has that in the in the film I'm thinking of too. Which sadly again I can't remember the name of right now. But uh, I I love him and I'm happy to see him yeah. in Fury Seven because I had forgotten he was in this. Another actor that I couldn't remember. Right. Someday we'll have to do a fighter movie and we'll have to include that Tony Jaa uh, film because I remembered enjoying the fuck out of it. The action scenes are crazy. If you are curious to check out that Tony Jaa movie, it is Ongbok Muay Thai Warrior. And there are actually three of them, so maybe a threesome in this future for us. Hmm. But he, he fights Paul Walker in this and... and you know, that's that's a fight that you just you see it and you're just like, Paul Walker's going to lose. And the way they choreograph it, he really doesn't stand a chance. But like, but Brian just, you know, because of his cop training and just because of who he is, he does take advantage of any opportunity that's oh, given yeah. him. Definitely. So if he's thrown down next to something, he's going to use that. You know, if, if he gets that advantage, he uses it. And the way they choreographed it, every fight makes sense. Yeah. And the way Paul Walker stages it. Everything makes sense. Like, he does a great freaking job in yeah, the action like scenes. Yeah, like, all of the action, uh, even how crazy it is, I felt that it was very believable until that switch scene. And then yeah. <laughs> and then it got crazier from there. Like, when, <laughs> when Dwayne Johnson is driving that ambulance. Like, that oh, is- my God. <laughs> Dude, yeah, okay. That that scene actually kind of does make me mad because there's no way he knows. Um, this is a little spoilery. So there is, let's say there is an enemy combatant in play okay. that is driving. It, it is underneath a tunnel and it's about to emerge yeah. from that tunnel. And and Dwayne Johnson just drives through the barricade over the like over that tunnel and falls onto that enemy combatant. How did he know? How did he? 
how did he time that it's fucking ridiculous it's it's a great moment though it's so fucking hilarious uh, hey i got i got one better than that though it's oh yeah yeah Hit it's me. rocks machina <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> that was you know actually uh to, to go into my closing statement you know i don't really have many gripes with this film like any gripes it's too enjoyable yeah if, if i feel like if i did have any it would be that dwayne johnson is kind of sidelined early on yeah. and then comes back for that finale scene but they they do a really good job at it and it really right. kind of boosts the deckard shaw character also right. you're kind of just like oh man he is not somebody to be fucked with right he's a vehicle to show how talented deckard shaw is for sure exactly and it's you know everything about this film though is just fucking fun like no joke four stars like it's easy because like i go you know i go in when i went into this franchise so many years ago because my brother kept hounding me to do so i would never have thought there would be a four-star film in this franchise but furious seven it gets all of that ridiculousness right. Yeah, like it, it, every it nails everything, and you're having fun. You, you know, you, the whole family's been set up. You don't have to spend much time setting them up. You're just having fun, enjoying them in their element, and you know all the all the crazy action scenes, all the stupid ridiculous stunts. Like it is so fucking fun. It is definitely easy recommend. Like oh, if, yeah. if you haven't watched the Fast and Furious movies, that's worth it just for number seven. Right, but I do feel like you need. At least five th- and six to understand yeah. uh, this stuff, but it is it it outshines those two for sure. Yeah. So, do you think it's James Wan? Do you? Uh, think- I mean, personally, it, it's hard for me to say that because I really do love Justin Lin. Yeah. I think he does a you know a great job directing the the other films as well. But I I do think James Wan brought something to this. You know, like something okay, so one thing that yeah. he definitely one thing he definitely brought. Was his eye for the camera? Oh yeah, because you know, I mean, Justin Lin and his cinematographers—they've all been great. They've done a great job at capturing, you know, again, way back in number one and two. I was complaining about how they were doing these fast scenes. You know, it was hard to watch yeah. what the cars were doing. The action scenes were muddled. It, it looked gross, like especially the racing scenes. That's what those films were, but it was hard to follow. They've nailed that from like three on. You know, right. it's been so much easier to to watch the races and every like all of the action scenes. But when we got to the action scene here, like in in the Conjuring, there are those scenes where the camera turns over. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's following tough. a character and it'll follow them. You know, it's it's up on the ceiling. The camera is and it'll follow the character below them and then it'll pan and follow them out. And you know, the whole camera rotates, and you got that in these action scenes and Furious Seven. You know, it'll the camera will be locked on Jason Statham. Somebody will hit him. He'll fall into a chair and roll back over the chair, and the camera will roll with him. Yeah. And it's it's not dizzying. It's really well handled. It looks great, and it just adds to the action scenes. It gives it that little extra flair. So, I, I'm, it probably is James Wan. I, I think it could be. Uh, not to discredit the past three movies that I've enjoyed fairly well. I wasn't a big fan of Fast Five, but whatever. Yeah. Anyhow. I will say, for my closing statement, this is a face and a half movie. I, I agree. Nice. I really enjoyed it. I It's not like my favorite movie of all time, but goddamn, I really enjoyed watching this movie. So, I, I think nice. anybody could enjoy watching it. I mean, you might not want to have your kids watch it. It's, it's not 
there's nothing really in it. Ah, so let your kids watch it. Dancing, the kids can watch it. They'll be, know, They'll be all right. Uh, but They'll be okay. It probably will be fine. There's just cursing and blood and stuff. And some butt. There's a lot of bikini butt. A lot of bikini butt. Like, you know what? I, I, that was one critique I meant to mention is that there is a lot more flesh in this in this one than the last yeah. couple ones. And that's that's probably a James Wan thing. I feel like the flesh kind of went down with Justin Lin. Right. Like he was like, yeah, we'll still have some like because it's it calls to the the what it was to the scene. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, James Wan definitely seemed to like we're gonna have a huge party, so I need about a hundred women here and only like you know tiny thin bikinis. Right. <laughs> right. Well, was that our show? I think it was our show. It's it's easy recommend, and we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back with Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. They couldn't do. Uh, yeah, I, I I bitched about it already. I'm not yeah. gonna bitch about it anymore. <laughs> we'll be back with Fate of the Furious next Monday. <laughs> and I, ladies and men and gentlefolk all, as I love you all so much, and I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.